0: God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry, teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another, that we may be healed, and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven starts now.
1: Now, faith is the assurance, the title deed, confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed and the evidence of things not seen the conviction of their reality. Faith comprehends as fact that which cannot be experienced by the physical sentence. Hebrews 11 and one. God has given us the title deed. That's what the scripture is telling us, proving we have legal rights and full ownership of faith. The scripture clearly explained in the Amplified Version. If we get a hold of what Paul is telling us, a great transfer of knowledge will take place. A title deed is defined as a deed constituting the evidence of a person's legal ownership. What Paul is trying to tell us, God has given us the believer. He has given us faith. When you give your life to Christ, you are given a gift, the gift of faith. Now, I know your question, Valerie. What does faith do? What does it do for me? Faith allows us to acquire a good report in the sight of God. For by it, the prophets obtained a good report. Hebrews 11 and 2. That's why the ancients were commended. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed as God commanded so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. Faith empowers you to comprehend spiritual things. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Hebrews eleven three. Faith gives understanding. Faith permits us to offer God a brilliant sacrifice by faith. Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, which he obtained the witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts and by it being dead yet speaketh Hebrews 11 and 4. Faith allows you to be altered from the natural world to the spirit world. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. Hebrews 11 and five. God has given you the title deed to faith. You own it. Don't struggle to get it. You already have it. You must accept the title deed today and use it. The title deed Because the owner of a home full rights to ownership after the purchase. If you were able to come to my house today and if you came over there and told me, hey, listen, uh, I'm going to move some things around and I'm going to take a few things. I would inform you very quickly. Wait a minute. This is my house. I have the title deed. I have full ownership to this property and everything in it. And it's true. You have the title deed to faith. It gives you the same ownership as an owner that owns property. God has given that unto you. God himself is the power behind your faith. He gives you the right to take possession it gives you the right to take possession of what God has promised. The promises of God are His Word. And what He has stored up for you is your inheritance. But you take possession of the inheritance by faith. Faith is a title deed that guarantees you to take possession of things in the Word of God that God has promised you. You take it by faith. God has placed inside of you God sized faith. But too many people in the church don't even know it's there. And they're trying to get something that they already have. You know, I want to share something with you real quick. Well, my son was in grad school and he met a young lady that he really adored. And he was telling me how they were in a study group together. And he was saying, Mother, she's absolutely brilliant. And, you know, just constantly talking about how bright she was. And one day they were studying for exams in a group. And after that study, he came home and he was, he was really just burdened down, you know? And I was like, son, so, so what's going on? How are studies going? He said, not very well. I said, so, so like, what's going on? What took place? And he said, you know, we're studying. And my friend, do you know she has a photographic memory? And I was like, wow, that, that's incredible. He said, yeah. I said, well, how do you know she has a photographic memory, son? He said, because when we're studying in a group, Someone in the group will say, oh, what's the answer to this question? I I don't know where where this is. We haven't even read this. And she'll say, oh, no, no, no. That's on page 321. And that person will turn to page 321, and it'll be right there on the page. She'll say, it's in the middle of the page. I said, wow. He said, yeah. He said, and someone will be looking for a chart. Isn't there a chart somewhere we saw on this? She'll say, yes, it's on page 365. He said, it's unbelievable. I'm telling you, she has a photographic memory. Her mind is taking a picture of whatever she sees. He said, I just wish I had that kind of memory. We've got all these exams coming up. You know, Mother, he said, and if I just had a memory like that, I know I could just go through this with flying colors. And I'm listening to him, and, you know, he's just really beating down about the situation. I said, well, son, if a photographic memory is what you need, Why don't you just ask God for it? If that's what you're in need of, ask God for a photographic memory. He kind of looked at me and you can kind of see this something go off like a light bulb, like, yeah, I guess I could. I said, son, ask him for what you have need of. Well, he went to the Lord in prayer and I prayed for him. I want to tell you that it wasn't too long as they were studying. He came back and told me, do you know? that I'm starting to remember what I see. It's like my mind is actually taking a picture of what I'm seeing. I can recall charts chart just like she can. I can tell you what page the chart was on days after, maybe even a few weeks after we've studied it. It, he was just amazed at what God had done, but he took what he wanted from God. He asked God for it, but he took it by faith because he believed that what he was asking God for, that God was able to do it. He took it by faith. Hebrews 11, one. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things hoped not seen. My son could not see a photographic memory in his mind. It's not something that you see that you can take possession of, but by faith, it was a substance that he hoped for. And it was the evidence of what he knew that God could do that. He took by faith. He took what he needed by faith. Jesus said in John 13 to 14 and whatsoever you ask in my name, That will I do that the father may be glorified in the son. If you're asking anything in my name, I will do it. When we are going to God and we ask in his name, God tells us he is going to do what we're asking him to do. The church is being renewed. God is building up a church right now, and he's giving us new revelation that we will truly understand the word of God. Too many are struggling to get something that they've already had. You don't need anybody to lay hands on you so that you can have mountaintop faith. When you gave your life over to Christ, you received mountaintop faith faith. That's why you can pray from a position of victory because God has already given you all the faith that you need. All you have to do is release God kind of faith. And the most important thing you need to know is that it's already there. Now, revelation Is more power that God gives us. Revelation allows us to see into the spirit realm. Revelation gives us deeper understanding in the word of God. The Bible says that Jesus came that he might destroy the works of the devil. When you rise up and take a hold of this knowledge, you have the title deed to faith and you will destroy the works of the devil of the enemy. Just as any proud owner that owns a home, you understand that you have the title deed to faith. According to Hebrews 11 and one, it belongs to you. Now the question is, will you rise up and will you use it? It belongs to you. The title deed is in your name. Now, with the title deed in your hands inside of you, you have a full understanding and there's no guessing you can take possession of what you need by faith. When you gave your life to Christ, he gave you that gift of faith. You are invited to join Valerie and Joan on a live conference call every Saturday morning at 730 a.m. Central Time by calling 1-832-895-9654. That's 1-832-895-9654. Something extraordinary is happening right now for the church in the spirit realm. God is releasing Revelation power. That's why Paul prayed that the eyes of our understanding would be enlightened. What good is it for us to have God sized faith if we don't even know that we have it? God wants his people to raise up and obey his voice and take his word as a fact and act upon what God has already given us. In the last days, it's going to be vitally important to know what you already have, to know that you have within you God-sized faith. And when you release God-sized faith, the miracle working power of God changes circumstances. Hebrews 11 and 1. Now, faith is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So the things which were seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteousness. God testifying of his gifts and by it being dead, yet speaketh. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had his testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith, Noah being warned of God. He knew of things that were not seen because Noah believed he prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by which he condemned the world and became heir of righteousness, which is by faith, by faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place, which he should receive for an inheritance, that same faith that God gave the disciples lives in you. And once they were endued with power, They went about doing the mighty works of God. God is calling the church today to an intimate relationship. And in that intimate relationship, God wants to empower you to do the mighty works of God. So we have that understanding that God has given us this type of faith. What happened when Joshua had that kind of faith in God? Joshua prayed, and the sun and the moon stood still for the Israelites to win a battle. They needed daylight to continue to fight and to win. On the day the Lord gave the Amorites over to Israel, Joshua said to the Lord in the presence of Israel, O sun, stand still over Gibeon. O moon over the valley, he stands still. So the Bible says the sun stood still and the moon stopped until the nation avenged itself on its enemies. As is written in the book of Joshua 10 and 12, God said to Joshua, Joshua, Moses, my servant is dead. You are the new leader of Israel. Be strong, be brave, Joshua. You'll be a great leader and you will conquer the land that I have promised to your ancestors. The only thing you must do, be strong and brave. I'm paraphrasing, if you will. And then he tells Joshua what he must do to conquer the land. You must obey every letter of the law that I gave Moses. If you carefully obey everyone, you will be successful in your undertakings. Joshua Reminded the people about the laws. You yourself must meditate on them every day and every night. Then you will be sure that to obey all of them. God was building up Joshua's faith. He knew that if Joshua stayed in his word, that Joshua would be strong, that Joshua's faith because Joshua didn't have the Holy Spirit within him. The presence of the Lord in that day fell upon people. Joshua needed to stay in the word of God. He needed that to be strong. He was telling Joshua, Joshua, meditate on what is good. Meditate on what is positive. Keep your mind On the good. Keep your mind out of the world. You will be a great leader and you will lead my people to great success. This is what we must do to be strong. That's what he was telling Joshua. This is what you must do to succeed. Be strong, be brave. Don't be afraid, Joshua, and do not doubt because God is with you wherever you go. Now, God told Joshua what he must do to succeed, to meditate on the word day and night and not let it depart from out of his mouth. For out of the heart come the issues of life. So God wanted his word in Joshua's heart. Now you have a new covenant, a better covenant than the old. God has given you that promise of the covenant and inside of you through the power of the Holy Spirit is God's side, faith, even more. And Joshua had. God wanted to empower Joshua. He told him, I will never leave you, Joshua, and I will never stop helping you. Joshua 1 5. That's the word of the Lord for you today. I am not going to leave you, and I will never stop helping you. God is looking at your situation right now and bringing you a powerful word to encourage you. Be strong, don't be afraid, and do not doubt. God is with you, Joshua, wherever you go. That's his word to you today. God wanted Joshua to be strong and to be courageous. God wants us to meditate on his word, allowing his word to go deep down inside of our innermost parts of our heart and to bring up from within us the strength to fight every battle. In the midst of the pandemic, in the midst of economic crisis, God wants the child of God to know Inside of you is God-sized faith. It's bigger than the pandemic. It's bigger than economic crisis. There is no economic crisis in heaven. There is no pandemic in heaven. You are a child of the kingdom of God. And you operate according to the principles of God, not according to the principles of this world. You operate according to the principles of faith. And faith tells you to believe And when you believe you release the faith of God, Abraham believed the promises of God, and he had faith in God and therefore God counted it as righteousness. God is raising up a church that will obey his word. God is raising up a church right now that will meditate on his word day and night. And then this church that God is restructuring in these days, this church is going to produce God-sized faith that's already there. And miracles, signs, and wonders that are following you, because according to the word of God, the Bible says miracles, signs, and wonders follow those who believe. Well, I'm telling you today, those miracles, signs, and wonders that have been following you instead of being behind you, they're going to get in front of you and do the mighty works of God. But you must be strong and be courageous because God is with you wherever you go. You are always in the presence of God. The Bible says death nor height nor principalities nothing separates you from the love of God. Now Joshua told the people how they must follow the word of God. They were once led by Moses, but now Joshua was the new commander. And Joshua counted on God. He prayed and he meditated on the word of God, and God led Joshua. Joshua did great things for the Lord. God was telling Joshua, when he told him meditate on the word day and night, he was telling Joshua, you must become a house of prayer. Personally, you must become a house of prayer. The Bible says my house will be a house of prayer. We must become that house. In the midst of the last days, God is releasing a tremendous anointing over the church to do the mighty works of God. When Jesus told the disciples to stay in Jerusalem and they would be endued with power, the power of the Holy Spirit as releasing a new anointing on the church as the enemy is stepping up a more fierce attack against the church. God is releasing a powerful anointing because we came for the same reason that Jesus came. The believer in God does the same works. He came that he might destroy the works of the devil. And that is the same work that you and I are to do. That's why miracles, signs and wonders are following you. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is the son of man that he should repent. Has he said it? Shall he not do it? Has he spoken it? Is he not well able to perform it? God wants you to develop that intimate relationship. And that's why he spoke that to Joshua. Meditate on my word day and night, Joshua. He's saying, have an intimate relationship with me. Draw close to me. Draw close to me and you'll be courageous and you'll be strong. You'll be built up in the word. And when you speak, when you command, things will happen. Don't have your mind on what's negative, Joshua. Stay in the word, stay in what's good and you will not doubt me. That's what he was telling Joshua. And look at the great leader that Joshua came. He became behind Moses. So what would happen today if we began to meditate on the word day and night, if we were to shut out the negativity around us and shut out all doubt and all fear? We would rise up and do the great works of God, the power of God, the faith of God that is within you. You will begin to release God-sized faith into your circumstances, God-sized faith as you pray for people around you, God-sized faith as you pray for the nation and the nations of the world. You have a passport from the kingdom of heaven. Your prayers can go where you cannot, your prayers can cross into the enemy's camp and take back what he has stolen. Your prayers can go into other countries where the word of God isn't even allowed, where the Bible cannot be presented, but your prayers can cross those boundaries because you have a passport from the kingdom of God. You have the gift of prayer and god size faith within you. When the child of God rises up, And understands what he has, what you already have possession of, you will do the great works of God. God is releasing that faith that is going to take the believers into the end times. As we usher in the coming of Christ, miracles, signs, and astounding wonders are going to be in front of you People are going to fall under the anointing in churches as never before. Prophetic music will be playing in the churches. Music as we have never heard it before. Prayer meetings will be for healing and deliverance and miracles and signs and wonders will be everywhere. A tremendous revival is going to break out in the nation and it's going to set the world on fire for God. God is raising up a church that will obey his voice because right now, Now the church has left off holiness and the church has left off righteousness and faith and obedience to the word of God. Well, God is bringing that back to the church. He is tearing down, he is uprooting and he is building up a new church is coming forth. And as that new church comes forth, we are ushering in the coming of Christ God didn't plan for you to be defeated by the enemy. He planned for you to destroy the works of the devil. He planned for you to release God-sized faith and pray from a position of victory. And when you do the miracles and signs and wonders that are following you, they'll no longer be trailing behind. They'll be out front. I'm telling you that prayer is going to be the most sought after knowledge in the days to come. Meditate on the Word both day and night, and you will release God-sized faith into every circumstance that you face. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray.
0: You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 530. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org.